the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of, like, worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Lichen. She's a bitch. I was doing a very, like, fresh air. I didn't like the way you did it. I was trying to make it more NPR-ish. It's not an NPR show. Very classic. I know, but, I, you know, I was just trying to class it up because we have a Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Ala Khaled, and this is my little friend, Christine Lakin, along with our engineer producer, Rob. Anyways. That was uh, very morning show-ish. Well, I'm a morning kind of I'm the Ryan Seacrest of the ghetto of Kelly and Ryan. <laughs> I told you. This is the ghetto version of Kelly, Kelly and Ryan. Ryan. Um, yeah, that's who I am. I don't have the money or the 30 jobs that he does. I know. But one day, once I do Amazing Race, get ready. Get ready. It's all going to change <laughs> Once for I'm you. on Amazing Race, my life is going to change. Um, <laughs> I All I really want in life is to be the next Kelly Ripa. I just want to have, I want to, I, I want to do her morning show whenever she, she decides she needs a break or a good hiatus or wants to retire. I like how Nicole Tom is going to step into the footsteps of Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to step right. into the tiny little stilettos of Kelly Ripa. And I just want to be Wendy Williams. Well, you're practically I would say, there, I, girlfriend. Listen, I would, I would do, I would be, I would take over when, if she ever like was going through another divorce <laughs> and like crazy, like, alcoholism and all that again, uh-huh. I would fill in for the week that she went to rehab. Okay, great. I'll let whoever know. I know nobody. Oh, uh, listen, I love her. Oh, who love doesn't? Her. Yeah. And you just get to, you'd be with your people. Those are your people. Yeah. By the way, did you see that months ago, the Andy Cohen with, uh, t- uh, watch what can happens, I, watch what happens. But his guest was, so Titus was him? on, Watch what happens live. Okay. And Andy Cohen goes, So what was it like working with Eddie Murphy? Because back in the day, he was doing a lot of anti-gay stuff. And Titus got pissed and sort of shunned his comment and he's like, just sort of made the whole thing. Then the next day he goes on Wendy Williams and well, he went on his Instagram and then he rips apart Andy Cohen. And they used to be friends and now they don't even speak together. Yeah. And he's been well, and he's got this little trick that he does. He does a pretend thing where he thinks he makes it sound like the audience is asked, like someone from is yeah. emailing and asking, but it's from their producers. If it's, you've ever watched yeah. any of the Housewives reunions, no one, Candy in Illinois, is not asking about your Botox. Right. The producers are asking about your Botox. Right. So I it's, mean, so he does it, but he doesn't watch what happens. So he gets away with it right. and says it's a comment from somebody else. Anyways, let's introduce our next guest. That this was is, riveting. Well, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys, today we have a guest of the podcast. Uh, she has been a friend of ours since back in the day. I haven't seen her in 20 years. We're going back to young actor space days, guys. Diane Hill Harden. Young actor space. Um, you would know her from your from the 90s. Uh, from the show Life Goes On. You would also know her from ER, yeah. from several of her Hallmark mysteries, including recently the Haley Dean mystery series. I love Haley Dean, whoever that is. Listeners, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome Kelly Martin. Kelly. Hi, you Kelly. guys. Hi, my friends. Hi. <laughs> Ageless. Ageless. Oh, bless you. Kelly. Timeless. Bless I you. mean, come on. Started at what, seven? Seven. Yep. Are we talking? We're not asking ages. No, I'm 43. Okay, when did ahead. you start, Christine? How old are you? Um, I started at eight. At eight? Yeah. Aww. 
Mm-hmm. Professionally at eight, yeah. Yeah. Commercial. So, f- but, and you've consistently worked. I have, yeah. I mean, I, I dipped out for college and birthing children. Other than that. She went to a very fancy college. I was going to say, which one? I went to Yale. <laughs> But who, who it took me a real it? long time to get through. What'd you say? Did you pay for it? Did I you get sure in, did. Did you get in with your grades? I actually, you might be very smart. I know that. They mm, don't know that. I'm not as smart as most people at Yale. I turns out when I got there, I was like, oh, wow, these people are crazy smart. No, I, my parents actually didn't really want me to go to college slash away to college. Right. Um, because I was working. And I remember my mom saying, why would you leave a successful career to go to college? I'm like, mom, I got into Yale. And she's like, so? Because my, I mean, education was not ever super important to my family. Like you should do it, but you didn't have to like go to Connecticut for it. Right. Right. I had the same kind of experience. Like I had to beg my parents to go to college. They wanted me to take over their family business and live, you know, in the city that they lived in. And it was like, I was like the black sheep. I'm like, no, I'm going away. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was me too. I mean, my parents were the first in their families to go to college. So it's not like the education roots ran real deep and um, I went, but it took me a really long time. I think I started in 94, but I didn't end up finally graduating until 2001 because I came from Yale. Yeah. So you got to leave and they let you back in? Yeah. So I left at various times. The longest time I left was when I did ER. Which we'll get to. And I was gone for two years. Yeah. I was gone long enough that I had to reapply. So technically I've gotten in twice. So, oh, (laughs) well. Not many people can say that. Yeah. No, it's just that they're so ridiculous about, like, if you've been gone, they assume that you've, like, had a drug problem or you had a nervous breakdown or something like that. Not that you did a television show. Right. So I had to like prove that I was worthy of continuing there. So did you have to literally do a whole new application, explain your absence, do a personal essay? Yep. Take, take classes outside and get above a B. (laughs) But do you go back (laughs) as- You have to like retake your SATs. No, I didn't have to do that, but (laughs) But, I had to do everything else. But did you leave as like, what, a sophomore or junior? I left between my junior and senior year. So do you come back as a junior? I came back as a senior. Oh, you came back as a senior and just did one more year? Yep. Majoring in? Um, I was an art history major. Why? Exactly. Uh, no, I'm not even kidding. Why would you go to Yale? And, you know what I mean? I, like going, what hey, are you going to do with just that? just learn something that you It was like amazing. Okay, learn. well, I was, was so trying to figure good. out, I'm like, what are you going to do? Here's here's actually, here was my plan. Okay. Um, when I came back after doing ER, ER was such a, a an interesting experience We're going to get to that. We can get into that. <laughs> um, that I decided I wasn't going to act anymore. So when I went back to school, I was seriously going to become an art historian. I'm not lying. Are you at a, at a museum? Like wherever they'd have me. But you know, because, well, here's the thing with the art historian. I will say this much I know, okay? I, I might not know Titus Burgess's name or whatever. <laughs> but museum jobs are hard because no Very. one leaves. No one leaves until they die. Like right. literally, you're 90. Like, it's like, the, that's why I'm going, unless you're opening a museum, like, you know, yes. like. Do you know who else is an art history major? Who? Stacey Keenan. Oh, that's really? right. I forget. You guys that's are so all funny. She went on to law school, but yeah. I remember after- She's our law- uh, Our course, legal advisor. Legal advisor on the show. The oh, really? Yes. I worked with her on My Two Dads. Oh my god! You gosh. did an episode of that or a, a season? Did a couple. Oh, yeah? Did a couple. Yeah. Who did you play? Um, I played her a friend and I was in the episode with Davy Jones. Yes! <laughs> oh, how funny. Oh, that's so good. Um, I gotta okay, say- Our you, worst ever uh, liaison on Instagram needs to find a clip of that. 
Yes. I my father probably has a VHS of it. So I'll oh, we try have to a have guy. Him. Don't worry. We got <laughs> a guy. Finds everything. He really? finds oh yeah. things that you're like, Wait, what? There's He'll, anything you if you tell see, me, just yeah. mention okay. it. If okay. I say oh, I want to find Kelly Martin doing Life Goes On in Japanese, I'll have the episode tomorrow. Amazing. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a gift. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. A gift. No, I he's love a good that. Fan. Um, well, that's, yeah. So the funny thing is when I asked Stacey, when she, you know, graduated with her art history major, I was like, so that's so great. You know, I find that so interesting. So what do you do with that? And she's like, well, <laughs> that's kind of the issue, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because you can become a curator at a museum and no one leaves that job or you basically, what, what else can you do? A professor. I- I did a lot of photography too in history of photography and I it finds its way into my work for sure. Because yeah. I've directed a couple of times and I definitely heavily drew on photography right. and kind of went there to like, you know, create what I wanted the show to look like. And I also produce a show for um, Hallmark that I'm not in called Emma Fielding and it's about an archaeologist. So that's, oh, that's, that's cool. art historical. And that's great. So it finds its way into my work somehow. It's just not maybe the most direct route. All right. So then you worked your degree out. Like you made it, you justified your degree. I did. I did. I did. And the parents are okay with it. They're fine with it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, to this day here, well, you would be so, you know, you'd be like, I'm trying to think of someone. Glenn Close? What? Not, well, Glenn Close is older than me. I'm trying to think of, you'd be Reese Witherspoon had you not gone to college. Oh, but you oh, still gosh. can be. That's the thing. It's fine. No, I'm. producing, directing, and acting. So obviously you're doing all of it. I'm doing all that. And all I would never have met my Kelly. husband. I met my husband at Oh, well, you know, right. so it worked out. It really, it I'm glad right. I did that. you got two kids out of him. I got two kids out of him. So, you <laughs> very know. Very far apart. Tw- very far apart. Three and nine. Don't do I that, don't, people. I don't, I and the three don't. and nine, Both? that's not how old they are. Yeah, Jeez. Three. They're no. three and 12. Yeah. See, like, I'm wow. a tired mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, both on the cusp of being a teenager. They're both teenagers. Teenager, teenager. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that is That is a tough, I feel like once, once the 12 year old gets to be more like 15, 16 and your other one is, you know. Five, six. Like, I think you're, I think it's going to be a little easier. Then you have a yes. milk and babysitter yes. Yes. a little bit. And then you have an, another kid who's not. No, it gets worse. It's going to get worse when the older <laughs> one goes to college because yes. the younger one's going to feel a little bit of abandonment. abandonment. That's all right. You get a puppy or a turtle. We have, and we have lots of animals at our house. So we're good. Speaking oh, okay. of turtles, I just, this sidebar, this no straw thing at Starbucks yeah. is driving me insane. <laughs> What does that have to do with? Oh, save the straw. turtles. Okay. Huh? I'm like, would you feel like a turtle when you don't no, have a straw? I, tell, I, I was trying I to go to, somewhere with that. I have to beg them for a straw. I don't mean to sidebar, but you know how my head goes. I like have a, a straw. <laughs> I will give you. You can keep it in your pocket. It's, I don't it's want a, I don't want a metal straw. I want their straws. Like well, I don't then want you need to take one straw and just put it in your pocket and bring no. it with you. Anyways, back to you. So back to me. Wait, I have a weird fun fact. Go ahead. Okay. I want you to tell me. I like to Wikipedia and then so we'll call this. Looking yourself up. Um, I want to know whether this is true or not. Kelly, you began your acting career at age seven, which we've already established, when your aunt, who was a nanny for actor Michael Landon's children, helped you land a guest spot on his series, Father Murphy. That's totally true. 100% true, and I'll tell you how. That's crazy. What? Tell me. You were obsessed with Little House on the Prairie. That's right. I, I was. I wanted to be half pint. But the series was well. So that's the thing. So when I so I was friends with Michael's daughter Shauna, because um, we'd get to go to their big fancy house sometimes and play. Fun. Oh my! <laughs> Michael gosh. Landon had a pretty amazing house. I would get all of Shauna's hand me downs. It was a pretty sweet deal. Oh, wow. um, I had because my my aunt was the nanny. And anyway, I said to Shauna, "I want to be on your dad's show," and she said, "Okay." And so between Shauna and my aunt, that got arranged. I had a meeting with Michael. 
And he was the loveliest guy. I went to MGM when the lions were out in front, like oh, before wow. they redid it. So this was MGM in uh, 1982. Um, so it was like, it was kind of like it was in the forties. Like it hadn't really changed. Right. Wow. Um, so I, I was sitting in the office waiting to go in to meet Michael with my mom. I was sitting there and I remember um, Melissa Gilbert walked by and <sighs> why, first of all, why was she in the casting office? Um, that was kind of like an, a miracle. And she said, Hey, and I was like, Oh my gosh. She said, do you want a Sprite? Like, yes. <laughs> She's like, like that's assistant. what she said to me. Do you want a Sprite? And I said, yes. And anyway, um, so I, I had the meeting with Michael. He was lovely. And then he sent me a script and offered me a one day part on a show called father Murphy. And my mom was like, this is so cool. And I said, I know. No, 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 no. It's not little house. I don't want to do father Murphy. What's that? Like my mom's like, it. That show is canceled. You can't be on Father. Mer- you can't be on Little House. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so oh she gosh. had to talk me into it. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait a minute. So, so had you acted at all no, in your life? So never what, done anything. Did you even know what you were doing? No, I didn't know what I was doing. How do you remember that first day? <laughs> I totally remember that first day. What I mean, were you intimidated? I, I literally like- just I my mom memorized like she, she helped me memorize the lines. I didn't know to be intimidated. I didn't know anything. That's the beauty of being yeah. totally new at something. I didn't know to be nervous. I didn't know to be intimidated. Um, I just went and did it, and I was good at it. I was just naturally good at it. So his office helped me get an agent, and I just basically went from there, doing mostly commercials after that. Oh my god! So but I was so precocious. That I would walk into any casting office. I was never nervous. And I told them why they should give me the part. <laughs> and it was all about winning. It was all about, it was all about literally beating the girls who were in this room, not physically beating but them, competitive. but we, yeah. winning. They like I wanted to get it over them. I wanted to be the one who won this part. And that was what it was all about for me. Okay. It was so, just like competitive volleyball or yeah, skating. Right. It was your sport. <laughs> it was Such my sport. An interesting way to approach acting. I mean, in the sense of like. It's smart. I remember I remember when I first met you, because I me and Chad Schwartzman, which we talk about every once in a while on this podcast, but we went into your class with Diane because you guys were all the working actors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh geez, all these kid actors. It was like crazy. But you Chad Allen was in our yeah, class. Yeah, Chad it was Chad Allen, Lindsay Price, Lindsay Price, the, Price. the Toms. Right. Oh, the Toms. Was was Leo and Toby ever there when no, you were there? Toby I had known before, but McGuire and DiCaprio people. Shannon As if wasn't you didn't there. know yeah, yeah. best um, friends of the time. Like it was like everyone that you could imagine. Everyone there had a series or was, had a big movie career. But I always remembered you because you felt it felt like you were such an adult yeah. in comparison to everyone else. Oh. Thank you. I, I mean, <laughs> and I mean it with, I, I always felt not intimidated, but like I had to show a certain respect towards you because wow, you had so that, funny. you just that, that essence of like, you've you been around the block together. and you had you it together. Had and by together. the way, hello, starting in the business at seven and same with Christine and not fucking up right. in your life and like right. having a clear path and doing what you've done so far. It's a hard, especially during that time growing up. Oh, teenage years. Did you? For sure. Were you, uh, at that time, were you dating Scott Winger? I started dating, I didn't start dating Scott until 17. No, I was in love with him at right. that time. <laughs> I, I totally And I was in love with Chad I Allen. I remember that because I was friendly with Scott and I was like, oh my God, this is like the dream no, team. Like I mean, the couple was like- Acting class was my yeah. social life yeah. and that's yeah, where same. I fell in love. Um, yeah, I was in love with Chad 
Alan for a long, long time and couldn't understand why it wasn't reciprocated. <laughs> and um, and then huge crush on Brian Price for oh, years. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And yeah, then, so funny. Um, yeah, and then Scott, I had a huge crush on Scott and Scott and I were probably almost like best friends, I would say, for a long, long time until we ended up starting dating when we were like 17-ish. Yeah, because you guys remind me, you made me, like I, like I could see you guys at the country club together, <laughs> at the tennis club, you know what I mean? Like, oh my I gosh. Tell, like you guys were Having like- the, Arnold Palmer. Yeah, like the to- perfect couple. That's so I was like, funny. Like, oh yeah, we're like, uh, I was not at all like that. Yeah, I My know, dad but, worked for JCPenney's. Yeah. And um, Scott was more like that. His dad was a doctor, <laughs> so he was fancier than I was for sure. But yeah, that's where all my friends- came from. Yeah. It was acting class. Same. That was my social life because I was on set, you know, being a, a right. little adult you all day long. My first kiss in acting class. Cause remember how Diane used to be like, especially <laughs> when we were like younger, she'd be like wanting to break the ice, knowing that we had to do these kissing scenes sometimes for yeah. shows. And like, you just have to get out of your comfort zone, but she'd always try to like, okay, we're going to do this improv. And then she would like meddle and be like, right. you should kiss her. And oh my God. Like, you know, did. she was always trying to like make something happen. Yes. And my first kiss in acting class was Scott Wanger's brother. Todd. Todd. That's so funny. And I was like, I had like a mage crush. Oh my on gosh. Yeah. This is you why know, I don't want my, this is why I don't want my 12 year old back in acting class. Cause I remember <laughs> all of so this. All the kissing. Funny. So much yeah. kissing. Um, we were so innocent. Like when you think about it, like we were like, yeah, we, we that Diane, she could get some good stuff out of you. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I I mean, it was the best. It was the best. It was therapy, too. It was. It was. My you parents guys- were going through a divorce when I was 15. Oh, and I, I remember that. like oh, I put yeah. everything into my work. I just I if I if I <laughs> if I didn't get it out on Life Goes On, right. it was out Thursday night in yeah. acting class. Like I definitely had my my crying and temper tantrums. Like I got it all out in acting class. It was very Your toolbox. Yep. Your toolbox. Yeah. You guys, I kind of want to go back to class. Totally. I, listen. Would you go back? 100%. I would only go back to Young Actor Space, so no I don't want to go anywhere else. No, no I wouldn't I've been go to so anywhere. many other classes, go, and they're yeah. all shams. I'll go with yeah. you. No, okay. I'll go back. Would you? <laughs> I would. Because I, I actually, now Patrick owns it. You know, yes. Nora's still there. Yes. But yes. Um, I've been saying to Patrick for like three years, I'm like, I really just want to work out. I just want to come to yeah. class. I just want to improvise. I would, I would be in your class with you. Okay. I bet we could get Lindsay too. Because I talked to Lindsay. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm trying to get Lindsay's ass on this podcast. Oh, I'll tell her. Okay. Please tell her it's a normal fun thing. Maybe she can bring some canapes. Lindsay, you've got to do it. From Curtis. I mean, have you had dinner? Have you had, yeah. I have not had the pleasure. Um, No. I've met Curtis on a few times just randomly and I'm going, oh my God, I want to eat your food so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I watch him on um, QVC all the time. (laughs) Well, there you go. And, and they have such a beautiful, like, lovely life of travel. Oh, I watch yeah. and I'm like, I won't take my kid to Santa Barbara. And she's like in Greece with her kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. No, Lindsay Price. Oh, she was so much fun too. She's a, a really... she's, she's a good girl. Yeah, she is she's a good great. girl. Yeah. I love her. Um, I have something else I have to share. Go ahead. Um, okay. Well, let, first of all, let's talk about Life Goes On. Okay. So how old are you when you get that show? I think I was 13. I might've been 12, but, but 13 ish. Did you test for it? I did. I, I think I had four or five auditions for that one. And I wore my red glasses on my first audition with just the casting director, Dee Dee Bradley. And I remember. They were my real glasses in real life. They were my real glasses. And I remember saying to Dee Dee Bradley, the casting director in my first audition, because the scene was with Corky. I I said, does the guy who plays Corky, is he going to have Down syndrome for real? And she looked at me. She's like, yeah, 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 he does. I'm like, okay. Um, 
I didn't, I had never met anyone with Down syndrome. I didn't know that Down syndrome wasn't something you couldn't act. <laughs> right. Um, so that was super eye opening to me and amazing. Um, and then, so two studio auditions, maybe like, like call back for producers, then studio. And then between studio and network, I heard that they wanted someone pretty. So I didn't wear my glasses. So I thought that made me pretty is to not wear my glasses. So I got to network. I was wearing my contacts and the producer saw that I didn't have my glasses on. He ran out. He's like, where are your glasses? I'm like, I, I thought I wouldn't wear them today. <laughs> He's like, what? We need your glasses. So I put my glasses over my contacts oh, no. <laughs> so I couldn't um, see anything, oh, no. which is by the way, the best way to go to network that you sure. can't, you have Everyone's no idea blurry. how many people like there's blurry faces. It's fine. The other funny thing is that the character of Becca was between me and my umbiolic. <gasps> I was going to say, you have a oh punky Brewster, like the opposite. Like she's like your doppelganger in some weird way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I could see you Not guys going up. Fry. Oh, never mind. She was Blossom. My Ambiolic's Blossom. I mean, I could see, there's similar vibes. Yeah. All right. My, I did audition for Punky Brewster about six that. times I and could, never got I cast could, on that I could, show. I could, I could but so. Mayim is a very, like, you know, she. you have a similar, you're both yeah. a bit like a, type A. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. super smart. Yeah. So funny. my deal was made before her deal. And so I just got there first. And so they ended up going with me. Had we both been there at the same time, I don't know what would have happened. But do you think that's true? What do you mean? I have no idea if I would have gotten the part if she had actually been there. But you know how they make deals? Yes. And sometimes they're able to like get network scheduled with everyone. Yes. And sometimes they oh, only bring so one person were, in. Got it. And then they're going to bring the other person in like the next you had different day. Different sessions. Exactly. I just got in first. Sometimes they, I do think like when I've been to network and then they they come out and you're signing your contracts and it's a whole long process. It's really an awful process, it's guys. The it's worst. Really it's different now. No, it's not. It's, it's actually really less because most of, now they just like. Sometimes they'll put now you on Now they just cast tape. feature actors and nobody well, ever no, goes to network. <laughs> but sometimes they'll put you on tape, which I much prefer. And then they just show all the tapes. Oh, okay. And I think that's actually a, a better process because A, they see what you actually look like on camera. Yeah. Because that's the way people are going to see you. Yeah. People photograph differently. B, you're able to do it a couple of times as you would in a real- right. as opposed to a room full of 25 people. <laughs> Where you're just trying to do it live. Um, but anyway, uh, but a lot of times after you got through that, they'd say, okay, here's the order, guys. And it's like, first it's going to be Samantha, then <laughs> it's going to be, you know, Kayla- and then it's going to be Ronnie, and then it's going to be Christine. And I'd be like, well, fuck, I didn't get it. You know, I'd always feel like But last then there's one. always a method to that madness. If you're last, then that sometimes- The last person that means I remember. The what favorite. If you're third out of four? It's the worst. It's such a, it's it's such a, a horrible mindfuck mind for actors right. sitting there. It's awful. So you went in by yourself. I mean, you went in, there was no one else in the waiting yeah. room. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember the scene you read? It was the scene where I called Corky dribble lips. I remember that. Okay. Um, which I felt very uncomfortable doing, but I did it. Um, yeah, I do. I remember that scene and- Are you doing it with him? Uh, no, no, he, he wasn't in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't meet him until the first read through. And the thing that was so cool about Chris Burke, um, who has Down syndrome, uh, he, when we were doing the read through, he knew all his lines. Yeah. He had them all memorized and he had to say, he had to quote the, the, he had to do say the Raven the poem. Right. And he had, oh and he God. had it memorized <laughs> for the read through. Oh, wow. And we were all just like looking at him going, wow. Yeah. This is wow. going to be special. This is something pretty cool. And Patty Lapone. Yeah, and Patty Lapone. Yeah, and Patty Lapone, who I was terrified of for for a long time. Um, but she's one of my best friends now. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm she's a diva. Patty she, Lapone. She is she's an incredible actress. So Young Actor Space was my acting class 
But Patty Lapone was my acting school as well. I mean, I literally oh. just watched her. And I remember I said to her once, because she's the best crier I've ever met in my entire life. She can cry on cue and she can actually tell which eye to tear at what time. Oh my Lord. Um, so I said to her one time after she had done a scene where she had to cry, I said, how do you do that? She said, honey, I got a suitcase full of sorrow. Oh. And I was like, oh, someday I'll have a suitcase full of what sorrow and I'll be able to cry. No. God, I have yeah. chills. She does. She she's has, amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. Well, the entire show was amazing. I was such a huge fan, such a huge fan. It was one of the shows that, you know, like it was like that, The Wonder Years. Yeah. Um, which I also auditioned for, by the way. You it was, did? It was, I don't know if it was between me and Danica, but I got down to the wire and, and they ended up saying, well, Kelly's just not pretty enough. And I don't know why my agent told my mom that and my mom told me that. Why did I get that information? How why old did are I hear you? that? 12. Yeah, it's important yeah, that sorry, you it's ahead. important that you know that though. I know, but I I remember <laughs> I remember being told that and by the way, 43 years old, never forgot it. Oh, never uh, yeah, forgot I, it. I can't I and mean, see Danica all the time and every time I see her I'm like, I'm not as pretty as her. <laughs> That's I, all went I think. And I listen, I'm, I I think Danica is a very sweet girl and I l like her a lot, but I went and read for her. She was producing something and You guys must see each other a lot cuz you yeah, we both do she a lot does of homework. Yeah. 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 And I was like it was Probably one of the craziest auditions. It was. I was just. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just awkward and weird. I was just going. It was weird. Danica's yeah. very smart. She is a mathematician. This is what I hear. She's a mathematician, yeah. like no joke. Like, so she's a good producer. She's an actress and she's a mathematician. This doesn't happen, people. This yeah. is this is something that does not happen ever. Yeah, so. she's got a definite like a right brain and left brain thing yeah. happening. Um, okay, so Life Goes On was on for how many seasons? Four. Four seasons. Was 89 seasons. to 93? Or yes, eight, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And um, I, it was so groundbreaking in many ways because, as you said, people had never seen a Down syndrome character on television, yeah. let alone a person with Down syndrome, like, in a major role. Yeah. It was the first time it had ever happened it on was television. So, and it really hasn't happened a lot Since until in recently. I mean, I feel like Shameless was the last time. Sorry. Speechless, <laughs> both mini drivers. <laughs> totally different show. Um, Speechless, I think, was the most recent incarnation where we see people of all different backgrounds. Yeah, but that's but it's been abilities. a long time between those two shows, and that's and Speechless isn't on anymore. What network no. were you guys on? ABC, ABC, which is and good. I believe, if I have this right, ABC wanted to write a show for Chris Burke. Like they actually, mm -hmm. Life Goes On was created for Chris. Well, that's what I was going to ask you yeah. is like, mm -hmm. how does that happen? Like, where do they find him? What was he acting before? He, what was he, you know? He kind of started his own career through writing to another per kid with Down syndrome who was an actor. And that's kind of how he started his career. He's the most tenacious person I've ever met. If he says he's going to do something, he does it. Wow. He told me when we were working, he's like, I'm going to, I want to record a, a rap album. <laughs> like, that's Stop great. It. That's great, Chris. That's great. That's great. Um, he did. He did it. Yep. Did it. Wow. I'm pretty sure he might have recorded a country album too. He does whatever it is he says he's going to do. That's he's amazing. incredible. And I, I talk to him probably every few months to this day. And oh, what's he up to gosh. now? He um, recently lost his father, which oh. is, a, is a really, really big deal. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he lives with his mom. And um, 
has moved from the Lower East Side of New York, which was his home for his whole life. Wow. His oh, dad was a cop I'm so um, for many years. I and love the Lower East Side. He lives, yeah, that's where he lived forever. And that was his neighborhood. And he had a lot of independence there because he knew everyone in his neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Um, so now he does. He moved to Pennsylvania and he doesn't have that anymore. Mm. So he's going through a bit of a transition right now. And oh, he I told bet. me, he said, Kelly, I just want to get back into show business. Oh. So And he should. I am where's trying the, to figure out how to do that. Well, would there be a reboot? I would love that. Oh my gosh. That, so I, just I got chills again. that's, that's my, and, and literally that is the only reason Why I would produce like it? literally that's the, that is my, those are my marching orders. So I'm, I'm putting that out into the universe and I would, I really well, want that Well, why don't you him. just make it happen? I'm working on it. Oh, look at you. Oh, I'm actually working on it. Yes. Are you for writing shit. it? For, for real. Good. Well, I'll tell you more later. Okay. okay. After oh, we're tuning, we're, we're going to have to have Corey back for sure. <laughs> I hope, I hope I have something to report. So I hope so too. I think that the fans will that. write in, believe you me. Oh yeah. Uh, listen, with all the reboots that are happening and they've actually become successful because yeah. let's, let's face it. TV is not the same as there's so much out there yeah. and when networks were networks and there were so few of them, quality TV for the most part was on. It was. And now they're yeah. just spitting out anything. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I think a lot of people are missing those really good symbolic shows. Yeah. And the shows that meant something to us, that had something to say, I feel like still have something to say. Right. Right. Who are these people 20 right. years ago? There's still these people, but they've gone through all these things. Right. You know? And like, like uh, you would look back at the characters on Life Goes On, and I would be like, "Yeah, let's pick back up. Yeah, let's see what that family's doing now." Yeah, I mean, and actually, it was funny because Chad Lowe and I keep in close contact, um, and we were like, "What happened to Jesse?" Like he had at the end of Life Goes On, because the character of Jesse uh, had HIV when Becca right. met him, and it developed into AIDS during their, you know, their romance, and um, it was such a groundbreaking, amazing gutsy show to tackle yeah. this issue when it was a time when we didn't really know much about it. Right. People were, we're just so, starting to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And I remember the last episode of Life Goes On, we never officially said that he died because most people at that time didn't live with AIDS. They right. died. Um, so what they what we did on the show, if I remember this right, is that we wanted to give hope that there, you know, that there was hope. So we basically fast forwarded Becca to where she had a son named Jesse. So we never really said what happened to Jesse. Right. Um, so there's that kind of open question, like what happened to Jesse, which wow. I think would be really interesting to answer as well. Do you think Patty would do it? I think Patty would do it. Yeah, I do. I mean, Patty and I are very, I mean, if, if we can get her, she's 70 years old and her career couldn't be hotter. I know. It's so cool. So we'd have to get her in between all of her other gigs. But um, yeah, I mean, I would, gosh, Pat, Patty's played my mom three times since, or I guess life goes on. And then um, on Army Wives, and then another movie of the oh. week I did. Oh so. my god, that's great! Were you a regular on Army Wives? No, I did like an arc. Oh. I was on it. I mean, I was on like seven episodes. So that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, and Patty played my mom, and I played um, I played a lesbian um, army captain. And what was so interesting is Patty was my mom who couldn't accept a gay daughter. Which is the opposite of who Patty is. <laughs> Which is the like yeah, so course. that was just so yeah. interesting. That's just so not who Patty is. Speaking of of network moments, uh, I was once at network with Patty. Obviously not really? we're not up to the same roles, but I remember and it made me feel so much better because even she was like, Oh god, this is awful. She hates yeah, yeah. she does like, not like the, the process. Well, I always, terrible. I, I always mean, tell people I'm like, like, Oh, she feels exactly like yeah, yeah. and it's fine. I, 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 and I always tell you, I go Acting, the job isn't the work. Yeah. It's the audition it that's is. the work. The it job is. is the fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 
there's really good craft service usually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on what show you're on, right. actually. There's a lot of shows I've done. But not good she's got a little something for you. Yeah. So I have a, um, okay, I have a prop today. So th- this is a real relic. This is, this tell is her from, the story first. Okay. So when I, before I knew Kelly, I was a huge fan of yours. I've told you this before. And I mean, obviously I was a fan of Life Goes On. My mom, when we would, you know, would let me watch Life Goes On, um, stay up late, whatever. And then when I was in acting class with you, you were like the benchmark of Kelly is so smart. Kelly has her stuff together. Aww. Kelly is going to Yale. Yeah. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Yeah. And then there was Nicole Tom. <laughs> the other end of the pendulum. Um, love you, Nicole. Um, but anyway, when I was really young and I was watching you on your show, your glasses were very iconic. Yeah. Clearly. Yes. So I was doing a movie. I was probably about... 10 years old. I was doing a movie in Macon, Georgia, before I got Step by Step. And um, we were down there, you know, and I had a couple days off. Um, It was a movie with Christopher Reeve. Mm -hmm. uh, And um, bless him. And anyway, at a prop shop, my mom let me go shopping. And at a prop shop, I got, I found these glasses. Oh my gosh. Those, those are the are originals. Those are good ones. And my, they're not red, but they're, my mom. Dude, those are the biggest glasses I've ever seen. And they're like back in style now, kind of. They really. are. Are they? Are they but my clear? Mom, they're clear. Okay. My mom let me buy them because they looked like <laughs> Becca's glasses from Life Goes Aww. On. And I've saved them all these years. I love it. Isn't that fun? That those crazy? are good. When she pulled so them out today. I, I go, those. what are you doing? She's like, these are the glasses. <laughs> I love it. All these years I've saved them. I don't, I mean, I don't think I would have got, I really don't think I would have gotten the job without those glasses. Isn't it, those glasses like, were magical. They're magical. like Sally, Jesse, Raphael glasses. They were. Yeah. I don't know that I was thinking that when I got the glasses. I'm not sure what I was thinking and they covered half of my face. But really, there was something magic about them and- Yes. The fact that you didn't get an eyewear campaign out of this—that's just know. well, I would today, right? Yeah, that's right. bananas. I would Lens have a, I would have an Instagram. My yeah. my glasses would have an Instagram yeah. account. I mean, today. like it's and crazy like, for sure. Oh so then, God. from life goes on. Talk to me about the last episode, the last days. I mean, it was horrible because that was my whole life. It really, really, it was my family. It was my teenage years. I was seventeen when our show got canceled. So it was a, it was an actual cancellation. They yeah. knew that you're going to be like, you knew that this would be the last episode. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. you 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 filmed a series finale. Well, they actually named the last episode when we got the script. It said "Life Goes Off," and I thought I was oh. like, that is not funny. Oh wow! So they ended up changing it because they felt. <laughs> Um, they called it life goes on and on and on. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew I was into college. I knew where I was going to go. Um, the show was over. I was, I mean, I just leaving my family was like the worst. And I of course had a huge crush on Chad Lowe too. So I was like, I'm leaving my love. <laughs> I fell in love very easily yes. as you do when you're a Didn't teenager. have a crush on Chad Lowe. Um, but you were so- with Scott at that time? I don't remember. <laughs> it's hard to keep it straight. Um, I definitely was not dating Chad Lowe. Chad was older than me and yeah. my mom was like, you aren't getting nowhere near him. Right. Um, so so I I ended up, I was going to go to college, but I ended up getting another job. So I had to delay college for a year or so. Um, and then I went to college. Was After, that Christy? Oh, Christy. It was Christy. It was Christy. So I did Christy, which was a right. television show that I filmed in Tennessee. And then I went to college. And and then there for a little while. And then the ER call. Yeah. Was that an offer or were they like, look, they want to see you for this? No. So that was actually, um, that was from a general meeting with John Wells. Um, I just, I don't remember if I wanted to meet him or he wanted to meet me. I don't remember, but I ended up in a room with him and we were like dogging for an hour and a half. 
he collected photography. So that's like kind of like how we bonded. And I didn't, you know, whatever, general meeting, had a lovely time. And then I don't, months later, um, I got a call at school that they wanted to add me to ER. And uh, I was super excited, obviously, but it was a hard, it was hard to leave. Like that's a, that was a rough time to leave. For sure. Yeah. You were like in a groove. <clears throat> and my sister got very sick with right. lupus um, and passed away a week before I started filming oh. ER. Before you started ER? <clears throat> they delayed a week for me. Oh, gosh. I remember the announcement of you going on the show. And I was like, it was like, they like, I mean, it was like a huge deal to get you, first of all. Well, they, they, they the press. I, I don't think the, so. <laughs> I, think it, I, I think the press around, I think the press around you coming on the show was <clears throat> like, they're. Like it was just a revival for the show. Like it just right. Re- well, actually, what they wanted to do was they wanted to kind of relaunch the show through a medical student's eyes. So that was yeah. So my first episode, I was in every scene, which um, of course didn't make some people in the cast very happy. Um, but yeah, it was relaunching the show through Lucy's eyes because so she you, was new. It was her first day when you came mm-hmm. in. The cast was Noah George. Wiley, George Clooney. Yeah. George was on. Who's so. short, right? I didn't think you. No, he's not short. I saw him in person at a restaurant in Studio City. I was like, oh, he's not that tall. So George and Anthony and Noah are all about the same height, and I felt that they were very tall. But also, it might have been my perspective. Right. I felt very little at that moment. You guys are shooting at Warner Brothers. Yeah, we shot at Warner Brothers, which is where I shot Life Goes On. So back to my old stomping grounds. But but like but ER was never a show I felt comfortable on. It was never a show I felt like I found my footing. I'm sure it was because I was coming out of, I mean, I was, I was, no, I was in the most horrendous time of my life, losing my sister yes. and having to like, thank God I had something to do every day. You know, I had to wake up every day and go to work. Thank God for that. Cause I don't right. think I would have gotten out of bed. But you're also coming mm-hmm. into a show that's so established yes. with people who know each, exactly how each other works. Oh yeah. And medical jargon, which is no joke. Right. Um, and having to do the procedures like literally, like they would teach me how to do a spinal tap while saying my monologue of medical jargon. That's really that. Hard. Like it's it. It was so hard, and and Noah was so good at it, and I was just like, oh, yeah. it's not fair. You know, he knew how to do it, and I did not. What so, kind of days were on that show? Were you doing like fourteen, sixteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days? They were long days, and the scenes were very long because they do twelve page oneers, which uh-huh. is another another thing that I was not used to. What they were used to? Well, oh they my used gosh, a lot of steady cam on that. That's show. all they used, especially for all the, the um oh like God. the emergency so stuff. So then, how were the takes? Then? So it was like literally just oh, minutes and minutes. They go on forever. And what if you had the last line? And you what if you had the last up. line in the scene and you messed it up? Oh yeah, that happened. <gasps> oh, like I want to no. say, like my second or third day. I I think my third day, I had to say glomerulonephritis. And it was it was in the <laughs> middle. Say it again. Glomerulonephritis. Look it's it up, a, Rob. It's a kidney. It's a kidney <laughs> disease. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, and I think I had it in the middle of a monologue, and it got. I, this has never happened to me before. I mean, I am Johnny on the spot. I know how to do things. I, I'm a good actor. I'm. I, I yes. say my lines perfectly. Yeah. I hit my marks, but I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it. And they all had to wait for me. And this is ER. And it was like day three of, you know, I was like, they're going to fire me. This is the worst. I hate this. Um, it, it was awful. Oh, <laughs> and it was, a, I mean, it was, they were all wonders, you know, and you just had to kind of roll with it. I felt like I'd never acted in my life on that show. I would freak out. I, I freaked out. I freaked out. Every, sure. every single time I went back to my trailer, I'd just cry. Oh, um, and that really went on. Hard. I mean, that was pretty much the whole time I was on that show. How, like, how long of 
what was the season like? How long would it look from what month to what, like how long would you be? Uh, summer to spring. Full, like, cause they did 20. Yeah, they were full 24, oh, 26, 24, yeah. whatever it was. And Jeez. I left. So I did one full season and then, and then halfway through the next season, I got stabbed. Which we're going to talk, <laughs> we're going to talk about the stabbing. Hate it when that happens. But wait a minute. Did, okay. So, uh, you had a one-year contract, two-year contract. You, I mean, whenever year? you come onto a show, I think you have a five, three, or, oh, three five, or, five. or seven yeah. or whatever yeah. okay. that is. So, yeah. Then did you ask to get? No, that no, out? I did not ask to leave. They murdered you. They, they killed me. <laughs> they stabbed me in every major. How organ. there's a meeting that's happening because either they're just sending you a script and you see it, or well, they're calling you. They told me. They told me what they were doing with the character, which okay. is a very nice arm's length way of saying you're getting fired. I mean. I know that either way they would never say that they fired me. And I was able to say, Oh, I wanted to go back to school. Right. Which is fine. I don't, I don't quit. I've never quit a show in my life. That's bananas. It's like a miracle when you get cast on a show. It's a miracle when it's a series that goes to more than two episodes. I would never ever leave a show um, because I wanted to like pursue something. (laughs) So what do they do? They sit you in there. Yeah, John, John told me that they were going to kill off Lucy. Not only did they kill Lucy off, they like, Killed her. It was like an iconic. It like, was. It was like a very dramatic. It was. No, episode. it was. I mean, what an honor. Right. That's what I decided it was. <laughs> right. Good, it good was way. the good, best good. way to die. Yeah. I mean, ever. <laughs> um, no, and it was over two episodes and it was very dramatic. I, it was hard for me because of what my family just went through with my sister. Right. Yeah. That I was not happy that that was the way they were getting rid of me because it just felt really wrong. And my parents to this day have never seen the episode. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause it was, cause ER did things really well and it, it's brutal. It's brutal. And so it's not something I want my parents to see. Um, I'm sure. And it was really emotional, which is why I left when I, when I left the show, I was never going to act again. I was done. Really? Done. That was that, I don't want to say traumatic. It was, but tra- it was, it was such a traumatic time in my life. And then to add that on top of it, was so hard that I just wanted to be done with it. I was married, by the way, at this point. Um, And my husband was in LA and I went back to school in Connecticut for a year. Oh my God. And and was going to become an art historian. So I'm just curious, like, (laughs) I'm curious about the last two episodes that they, you know, strung your iconic death. Yes. Are... Is George and Noah kind of weird with you? They're like oh. George was gone at that point. Okay. So George left after my first season. I, f- I forget when in that first season um, he left, but he did. Uh, you know, it was just. Like, what's the set like? Mm, the set was interesting after George left. Were people jockeying for it was, position? I, I thought the set was much more balanced when George was there. I was happier when George was there, actually. Right. Did he, he kind he of brought a really, He brought a beautiful kind of um because they were su- it was such a successful show. I felt like George brought a kind of brought everyone kind of down to earth a little bit. Right. I mean, he played basketball literally in between takes. I mean, he <laughs> like, was I used on- to see him out there all the time. Yeah. yeah. And he was always just coming sweaty and just he took everything with a grain of salt, which I think if you have someone who's leading mm-hmm. who's leading a series, who's leading mm-hmm. a show, and that's your person. That's the, how you, that's how you yes. act. That's yes. how the whole set, you know. If you're the biggest star on that set. Yeah, you set you, the tone. You set the tone. And if you yeah. act like, you know, a, you are right. friends with everybody and yes. you are no greater than that, that grip over there. And he right. was Batman by this point. Yeah, like, right. But he did, but he was but just I, um, George. My, my head goes automatically to facts of life. 
Of course. Like, no, I remember his yeah. mullet. Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm like, it was oh, the best. oh, really? Because mine goes to Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Okay, well, I didn't see that. I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's but a great movie. But he's the loveliest guy. And, and yeah. I felt like the set lost a lot when he yeah. moved on. Um, and by the way, I've always carried that like carried that with me, that, that the person who's number one on the call sheet sets the tone for the yeah. show. 100%. Where were yeah. you on the call sheet? <laughs> Seven, eight. I don't and know. Were, was your billing... And Kelly Marlowe? No, no, no. no. Just, I'm just curious. No. I, always, I, I think like it was to know and deal. Eric LaSalle, if, okay. I remember, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, yeah. No, I was just in, and I think I was after Alex Kingston, which is a very good place to be. Um, but no, it was, it was not, it was never a happy place for me. Um, it was never, it was just never my show. Not, not my show, but it was never where I felt like it was home. Yeah. Um, so it was probably the best for like me personally to move on. Um, and I'm glad I did. It's, you know, it was yeah. a good way to go. Yeah. And, you know, it was a real feather in my cap to have worked on that show. Absolutely. Huge. Crazy, amazing directors. Yeah. I worked with Alan, um, Alan Alda for yeah. a wow. bunch of, you know, Idol. episodes. And like, I mean, I, I got to work with incredible people. So that was amazing. And I'm grateful that that's part of my history. Um, but I'm glad that I did leave. Yeah. Now that looking back now, I'm yeah. glad I left. Speaking of like all the stuff that you've done, have your kids seen you work? Yeah. I mean, my three-year-old, not really. Uh, my 12-year-old has seen some of the stuff I've done. Um, <laughs> I don't think she's ever seen Life Goes On. It's eerie now because she's, she's 12. Age, and she's, yeah. So she's Yeah, she's age. the age I was when yeah. I went on Life Goes On. So there's so much, so many similarities. So I think it's weird for her to watch me. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. She could take it or leave it. Like, right. Really, really. I still have like, to show Georgia. I, I keep meaning to do this, and I keep forgetting. Um, but just because I, she's really into like like shows that have a lot of kids. Yeah. Right now, and so well, I just your show was. I want to put Hulu on and put, put like step the, by step. Yeah. Put the yeah 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 the pilot I, just and just see what she says. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just yeah, see if she recognizes Kelly. I'm just you. curious because I came up with a reboot for Step by Step. Oh, please don't. And I think it'd be genius because uh, of the time period that we're in. It's I, I because step by step work offensive. Well, you might think it's offensive, but it happens. Step by step uh, for its time period is it's ex- like it it made sense because it was two merging families, very much like you know the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, right? But more modern. Right, right. Now it's not in this day and age. It's so normal right. to have you know the blended families, blended families. Yeah, it's not a big deal. So I pitched, and I pitched it to um, your, the guy who played your father. She looks so angry at you right now. She, you pitched Duffy. it to Pat. I, I saw pitched, Patrick Duffy like yeah. two weeks ago. So at really? Hallmark party. Yeah. yeah, I pitched it to Patrick. He he was like, I think he was going to spit in my face. Um, <laughs> he go, I said, what if we did stepfather by stepdaughter? Sort of like a Woody Allen kind of thing. No. <laughs> oh God. Don't use that. I think he actually. I think I'm with Christine on this. No, I think it was going to hit he me. Wanted to kick you out of yeah. the car. I think Woody Allen is not who yeah, you no, want to. No, no I'm just saying it's right like now. a Netflix thing. It's a darker oh. show. It's like step- who's going to produce it? Weinstein Company? No, <laughs> they don't, that that company's gone. It's well, dissolved. that's what I'm saying. Like, no, thank you. All By right. the way, little tidbit about Patrick Duffy. Yeah. I got his autograph when I was. Eight, nine Were you years a old. Dallas fan? I was such a Dallas fan. I was a huge Dallas Why fan. Why did my parents let me watch Dallas and Falcon Crest when I was like and first not runs, slanding first runs? Yeah, but I got Patrick Duffy's autograph when they filmed out in Thousand Oaks, where I grew up. I think so I waited funny. outside by of the, the way, trailer. And by the way, I think I said to him, "I'm an actor too." 
um, do you want my headshot? <laughs> are you serious? Pretty sure you I said are that. precocious. I was so precocious. Well, the thing is, because <laughs> he did our podcast, we did it at his bar. He's got a bar in oh, wow. Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, What's Broadwater. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's cool. It's connected to By the, the way, Sacred Fools. It, joking Very aside, cool. he was the nicest man. He's so much fun. And the, I, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing your father. Like, he's a good. Oh, he's, he's like everyone's father. Yeah. He's everyone's dad. Did he, when you saw him a couple weeks ago, um, did he still have his ponytail? No, I didn't notice a ponytail. Oh. Maybe I missed it though. He's cut it. No, I don't think we'll show you. A pi- we'll show you a picture. You it was won't quite, miss it. Well, yeah. if he had just done a Hallmark movie, my guess oh. is he got rid of the ponytail. Oh. They may have had to. They Hallmark to no no man buns, no ponytails for, no. for men. All right, no. so the Hallmark stuff. Yeah. So okay. So what brought you back from Yale again? Like uh, they kept bringing you back in. Well, I graduated. Okay, I did a pilot over my spring break. And I was like, oh, I'm better at this than art history. <laughs> what pilot was? What, what was it was the... called Man in the Kitchen. It was with Jeffrey Tambor. Oh. Um, yeah. I do. I... It never saw the light of day. Well, I mean, regardless of all the stupid things that he did, I think he's a great actor. He was really funny. Yeah. It was a comedy, oh, yeah. which is not something that I had ever done. It was a sitcom. And, um, and I... Yeah, I had a great time. It just it was just a failed I mean, pilot. The Gary Shandling show to me was so iconic. Good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> but that kind of got me back into it. Um, and I think I probably just got a couple of jobs right after that. I'm trying to think of 2001. Mystery Woman? Not soon. It was soon after that. Remember what I did? Actually. Are they just? Make, I don't remember what I did I between 2001 and 2000. Are they just making offers to you for these things? It totally now? depends on it. I remember. No, I no that one. I did the pilot. I auditioned okay. for. Um. And, uh, no, I mean, that's the thing about being an actor. Like you'll sometimes get an offer and you're like, I can't believe they offered this to me. And then sometimes you're like, I can't believe I have to audition for this. So it totally like, it just depends. I don't audition a lot anymore. I've really decided that I like to be in charge of my own destiny. So I've just tried to start producing things. And you've produced Um, quite a lot. Yeah, I have. Well, this is, I want to pitch you something now. (laughs) I think you should take most of the people from the actor, young actor space and just create a movie of the week with everyone. Melora Hardin, <laughs> Lindsay Price, t- Nicole, Nicole Tom, Tom, Heather Tom, as dramatic as she is with the soaps. And yeah. like, it's just the whole thing. I'm just like going, oh my God, this would be like a, a, a mini series. A Motley crew. I'm all yeah. about getting back into young actor space with you guys. But I she think not, that would be really, Christine, really she does fun. not want to produce a movie for you. <laughs> Come on. It's better than stepfather by stepdaughter or whatever that. I would love to work with Christine again. We got to work together. I directed Christine, one of my my second directing jobs. Oh, was it? I think it was my second. Um, I got to come on to Mystery Woman. Yep. And I played Kelly's sister-in-law. I don't remember. We were related somehow. I I killed someone. It was very sad. It was shot here? Yeah. Yeah. And Kelly directed. And it was like kind of my, it was kind of like, I was. I told my mom, I'm like, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> guess that what job I got? And guess who's directing? My mom's it like, you've fun. really come full circle. <laughs> You're finally <laughs> up to the standards Life works in of Kelly Martin. You know Christine's yeah, directing fun. now, too. I do know that. Isn't that awesome. great? The Thanks. Goldbergs, right? Goldbergs. I'm going to do some of their spinoff show, Schooled. Awesome. Yeah. I really enjoy it. You it's know? fun. I like both sides. Like, right. But I find when you start directing, you know, the acting stuff on the other side, it's fun, but it's not, it's not everything. Well, you've got two sides of the, of the brain to really use. Well, you said now it's changed your acting in the sense that you're not really stressed about getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting it perfect is actually the thing that did did it for me is it doesn't have to be perfect in one take. Right. I mean, 
especially when you're doing some of these Hallmark shows that I do, like Haley Dean, I have so much just, I have so much to say and I have to like catch everybody up on the mystery all the time and make sure there's like, nobody missed anything. So there's all this dialogue and it's impossible to expect yourself to be perfect. And that's what I used to expect from myself. But now that I've directed and I see like, oh, they never use one take ever, ever. Right. So why kill myself over it? I know when they're going to cut in or like whatever. So I've, I've eased up on myself a lot as an actor after directing. Is this series based on books or is it? It's based on a series of books that Nancy Grace created. I love Nancy Grace. The other thing I was going to, oh God. You guys should have her on your podcast. Oh my God. I would, you know, I would faint. Like I've met Elizabeth Taylor and I'll be like, Hey, nice (laughs) to meet you. If Nancy Grace came here, I would pass out. She's hilarious. Bombshell. Unleash the lawyers. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hilarious. She's, I'm obsessed. She's really I was fun. So pissed off when they got rid of her show on CNN. Well, she has a new show on Oxygen. So I know. I saw now. her on Wendy Williams. She's so. Here's the thing. Here's here is why you will want to watch our show because Nancy Grace has a cameo in every single <gasps> Haley Dean, and she never plays the same person. Oh, that's oh amazing. I have it's to watch really it. It's really funny. I, okay, it's literally great. like, oh, she's in. The, she owns a food truck, or oh, she's a secretary at an insurance. Oh my god, so I. Please tell her I love her. I, I like love her. Like I, I when she was, I grew up in Florida. So when the whole top mom thing was happening with yeah. the Casey Anthony, I was obsessed. Like yeah. I've been obsessed with OJ and the whole, and that's why we have our uh, Stacey Keenan, our celebrity legal correspondent. <laughs> but I would drop Stacey for Nancy. And oh Harper. gosh, don't do that. You can have them both. You can have them both. Well, um, she's really funny. So she's, so oh, she we should created put Nancy the- and Stacey together. That would be unreal. Where she, is she based? She's based in Atlanta, but she oh, yeah. created- the character of Haley Dean. Yes. She's a semi-autobiographical. Um, so it's super interesting, actually. She, uh, the reason she became a prosecutor is because her her boyfriend was murdered. Right. Her fiance was murdered in front of her. So that's Haley Dean is yeah. like, that's her backstory is her, she lost her wow. fiance, became a prosecutor. That. And yeah, Nancy, uh, she's our executive producer. She's one of our executive producers too. So Shooting she, in- we shoot in Vancouver. It takes place in Atlanta and how great are the tax credits in Georgia for filming? But do we film there? Of course not. No, we, we film just, in Vancouver. I just got back from five months in Atlanta, and I'll tell you what: there's so much shit going on over there. They yeah. probably don't have room for you. No, they probably don't. They don't have room for us in Vancouver either. Oh, I will okay. say. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's really it's very busy up there, and. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's. So she's on set all the time? Not all the time, but she comes up once an episode to film her scene. And here's the funny thing about working with Nancy Grace. She rewrites the scene multiple times, so much so that it's like working with Aaron Sorkin that you shouldn't even bother memorizing your lines until she hands them to you right before you film. Oh my gosh. So it's literally, I mean, and then, and then she improvises. So you kind of have the parameters of what she wants to say. And then she improvises. So how, you just have to roll with it. How are the twins? Are the twins up there? <laughs> there? She loves them so much. I know. Which is why she comes to set and is there like for a hot second and then she's back home. Okay. So do you hang out with her like on a social level? Not really. We don't really have an occasion to hang out. I mean, she comes to set. We work. We talk on the phone all the time because we're developing the next episodes together. Yeah, but you want to like have a, you want to have a drink with her or something. She's a lot of fun. She's <laughs> She's I mean, a character, as you can imagine. Yes. She's, she's really, really a lot of fun. I, mean, I would say she's, she's sweeter than her television persona Oh, I is. get it. She's, she's, and I get, I, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. And as much as I love Nancy Grace and I could watch when she was on, when she had that CNN show, I was obsessed. Yeah. Um, 
But I think she prosecuted a lot of people before they should have been. You know what I mean? Because the media is so, it's turned, she made a lot of it into a spectacle and she's got those one line zingers, man. And yeah, so she does it, have good singers. Like yeah. those, mem- and they're memorable and yeah, they yeah. run with it. Unleash the lawyers. Uh, I mean, it's, well, <laughs> it. when she created Top Mom, I mean, that was, icon- it was insane. Like the whole thing. Oh, and then the whole, oh, I could talk about her all day. <laughs> So, um, so with this with this mystery series, so you you star in it, obviously you yeah. produce it, yeah. And are you also directing? I'm not because she's in every scene. I, I just don't want to do that. It's hard. Yeah, I I when I direct next time, I mean my kid's going to be older. <laughs> I'm hats yeah. off to you for doing it while you have such little ones. It's very hard because uh, it really body and soul. You have to put all of that in there. But I can't be the lead in the show. I don't want to no. do it. I could I could ask to probably, and they probably would let me. Yeah. But I just think my lead actress would be terrible. So I'm just going to wait until I'm not the lead. And, I mean, I was you know, so impressed when you were doing it during Mystery Woman. It's too hard to It's very hard. I can't imagine being in something, unless I had a very small part in it, but I can't. Patrick Duffy did it all the time on Step but, by Step. But it's a sitcom is sitcom different. Is different. Yeah. It's, it's more of a like formula that you Definitely. know how to do. But our show, I mean, I work, I work 14 to 16 hours every single day. And like I said, I am the one who gives all the dialogue. I, I literally have most of the dialogue in most of the scenes. Yeah. And it's very like, it, it's all facts. So you have yeah. to get it right. You yeah. can't kind of like embellish. What's Hallmark like to work with? Are they They're great? I they, mean, I've worked with them since 2004. Wow. Consistently. So they- When they like you, they bring you in and they never let you go. No, they never let you go. It's so, a good family then. What's, next, what's really nice about doing this mystery for them too is I'd say our mystery- um, I'd say our mystery is a little bit edgier than most of their mysteries. Um, I like that we kind of get to do our thing. Uh, I'd say most of the other ones are cozier mysteries. Right. They're um, they're like, murder's not so bad. You know, <laughs> like has that kind of like, the, the lovely happy side of murder. Right. Our show's not like that. Our show is darker. And um, I, f- I love our show. But I feel like, uh, you know, When Calls the Heart, which is one of their... Yes. Biggest shows, there's much more of a hot spotlight on that show. So they have to do a very specific thing. With our show, I feel like we can kind of like get away with a little bit more. Yeah. But, but they're a great company to work for. I've had a really good experience with them. How did you get the job? Like, how did that come about? How did- Because oh, you're producing and you- will, you, you will love how this came about. Go ahead. You will love this. Go ahead. So Nancy Grace, mm-hmm. when um, she came in to pitch Haley Dean to Hallmark, she said- and I want that mystery woman girl to be Haley. And they're like, okay, we could probably get her. No <laughs> so way. So she watched, Nancy was obsessed with Mystery Woman, which was a show I did, a mystery show I did before Haley Dean for Hallmark. She watched it all through her pregnancy. She said it saved her. Oh my and I'm God. like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. So I feel like for the first like few weeks I worked with Nancy, she didn't know my name. She called me the mystery woman. Oh my God. That's what she Love called me. It. With a Southern accent? The mystery woman. <laughs> like, that is what she called me. And the only reason I'm doing Haley, I mean, yes, Hallmark likes me, but the only reason I'm Haley is because Nancy wanted That's the mystery woman to be amazing. Haley Dean. Isn't that funny? That's <laughs> so great. That's how, that's how the business works. There's always such a weird reason so why weird. you're yes. You get Someone cast going, on something. I know. That, and then she's producing it. And, and like, yeah, oh, right. so, I mean, when I started, I would say, now I'm going to talk with a a southern yeah. accent. It's all right. When I started uh, Haley, I produced it like I was a kind of more a name only producer. Right. And now that it's grown, I'm I'm nuts and bolts producing it now, which is 
really fun. Oh, I bet. So we get to develop it. Like right now we're working on the next three episodes, the concept, and um, we'll get the scripts coming in here pretty shortly. Uh, so what's nice is, it, but then when I go to film, I'm on set producing. So it's right. a totally different skill set, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I'm the on-set creative producer. Wow. So that's really fun and very fulfilling and rewarding, but it takes all of your everything. Yeah. So you, you total Canadian crew? Canadian crew. I'm the only American, except for when Nancy comes up. I'm pretty much the only American. And do you keep a place there? Like, no. Do you just no, go? I just stay. Yeah. I mean, each one takes 15 days to shoot. So I'm up oh, there. Wow. Like, yeah, they're pretty quick. That's we great. Shoot, we shoot eight to 10 pages a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So when I'm up there, I really feel like I'm a soldier. I, I can't like whatever. My husband has to have everything wired back at home. Because yeah, you, I can't even. You don't want to hear can't. anything. Can't. Yep. You There's just no, tell me. Just tell yeah. me good things in a text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I can't. Yeah. 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 So you'll go up there. You'll do one. You'll come back for yep. a minute, yep. and then you'll go back up, do another one. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's and what that's we basically do. what you do for three months. Yeah. Three four months. Yeah. And how often do they like? Where are they? Can we find them online? The, the uh, seasons. I don't know if Hallmark streams them. I mean, they air them a lot on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Okay. So Hallmark has the Hallmark Channel and their, their mystery channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and they air it all the time on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Like I think I was on twice yesterday. <laughs> Amazing. So they they just they just rerun them constantly. It's so great. It's great, and it's great because I can still be a mom. So I yeah. do this show, and then I come home, and I'm home for months. You know, I so nice. I had the whole summer with my family. There are a couple of other things I'm like had my hand in, but nothing that takes my physical body, it's you really know, nice. it's just phone calls. So it's really nice. It's crazy. Yeah. Nancy Grace. But what's so interesting about <laughs> Nancy Grace, I know you like me so much more now that I have and I'm like, a Kelly, relationship with Nancy. Kelly, why didn't we start this with Nancy Grace? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did she see my episode? <laughs> I wonder if she did. I'm sure she did. What would she, what she was your character? What were your character? What's your character's name? What's my character's name? I don't remember, but she definitely saw Mystery woman, sister-in-law. I killed my, I feel like I killed my father. I can't keep up with, <laughs> I did something I can't really keep horrible. up with all the murders. I really can't remember. Yeah. Where's Hallmark based out of? It's here in Studio City. Oh, it is? Well, I mean, yeah, it's New York and then their base here in, is, is Studio it's City. right it's down the street. Very close. It's where their poster is. Yeah, like there's like four times a their year. Their office is right below their billboard. Oh, you're yeah. kidding. Okay. Four times a year, I'm like, you know, I'm driving to Studio City and there's Kelly's face. <laughs> yeah. I'll see it in some incarnation. Maggie used to call it my billboard. She's yeah. like, there's mama's billboard. And It'll like, either be oh, Kelly sweetie. or sometimes I'll see- um, Catherine Bell. Yeah, Catherine Bell's on there a lot. Oh, um, right. Tony Braxton, I think, did a couple. There'll be a dance. That's <laughs> Lifetime. A Lifetime, sorry. That's Lifetime. There'll be a dance sorry. for Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Candace. Lacey. Yeah. Lacey's, you know. They have, the, they have their stable of girls that they like. Yeah. And they have their stable of boys that they like, yeah, too. Yeah, true. They call them Hallmark hunks, or the fans do. Do you do any of the cons? No. None of them. No. Is there a Hallmark con? I'm there, sure there's, there's a Christmas right? con. I'm sure Kelly could do new, any right? con and someone. I don't sure. think so. But none oh. of my shows are con worthy. Are you kidding? I don't think so. Aren't I they, feel like they have to be sci-fi-ish or no. I think cultish. Now. Oh, no, no. She's done the cons. I've done a few. Yeah, I've never. Sitcom con. Oh, I've never, yeah, do, I've like never done them. Um, it's It's different. It's not, it's not really something I'm super comfortable with. Strangers. There's a lot of strange people. I'm not going to say. I, went I like the, people. I went with but, her to one of them. I'm trying to get them to do a podcast con. Um, but <laughs> but I, did, I went to one and I was like, there was one guy that I was like, oh, 
she's a dead goner and I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not saving her. Like, like I'm not getting involved. Like I'm I've going, just, I've never done it. I'm sure to. it's fine. Like the people I know, I have a lot of friends who do them regularly and mm-hmm. they're very lucrative yeah, and sure. they yeah. travel all over the world. Yeah. So no, we had, what's I'm a little name? jealous of that, but yeah. What was your friend's name that was on the show? Will? Will. Friedel? Friedel. 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 <laughs> Fridelli Friedel. Yeah. Fridelli? Yeah, he was, he's a con he, guy. Well, and he does a ton of voiceover work, yeah, though, yeah. too. Yeah, the, so the voiceover the people, people do that. Yeah, I think, and I kind of get that because if if you're a huge, like, cartoon fan and you do the voice of Batman or you're the voice of the Green Lantern or whatever, those people want to see the person behind the voice. They right, get really right. into the video game and, There's you know. a funny, like, strange cultish following um, for the Goofy movie, which I did when I was- 14 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. I played the voice of Roxanne in the Goofy movie, which was a theatrical release. People love that movie to this day. I get on Twitter and Instagram all the time people saying, I love the Goofy movie. They've just discovered that I'm Roxanne. Oh, They'll draw pictures of Roxanne and send them oh, to how me. Funny. Like, it's very, like, super strange and interesting. And that's the kind of job that I did probably when I was 14, maybe spent like a week on. Yeah. Like, that's it. Wow. And it still lives on in a funny, strange way. I, it, it's bizarre. I still get, I mean, I, you know, it's weird. The things that people obviously, you know, life goes on is a big one step by step for me, but there are those random things that people will glom onto. They're yeah. like, you were Jane in the walking dead video game. I'm right. like, yeah, right. I played you. I mean, people yeah. get really, and you're like, Oh, what'd you choose? You True know, Beverly Hills is another True one. Beverly oh, Hills that was the other one I hold to on talk a second. About. Oh, I'm so glad. Cause I forgot about that. One. <laughs> I was obsessed with that movie. That was a okay. great movie. So many people in that movie. Oh my gosh. So, I, I, we just had our 30, uh, 30 year like reunion. Oh. ET got everyone together. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Been, yeah. So it was Shelley Long, oh, Betty Thomas, um, me, Tori Spelling. I forgot um, Tori was in that. So the people who didn't come, uh, Jenny Lewis wasn't there. Carla Gugino wasn't there. Amy Foster wasn't there. Well, Heather Hopper was there. Aquilina Soriano. Was Lindsay Price? Um, Lindsay Price wasn't in it. Oh, well, she um, wasn't? No. Who else came to the reunion? Um, oh, I'm mixing up. My God. <laughs> yeah, it, but who was in the movie? I mean, Cheech Marm was in the movie. That Robin, movie was Robin so Leach good. was in the movie. I mean, it was just such a funny, funny, such funny movie. Good. But the crazy thing is Shelley Long, who I hadn't seen in a very, very, very long time, who I was in awe of when I worked with her yeah. when I was 11 How could years you old. Not be? So yeah. in awe of her. Yeah. She said, she said, I really love Haley Dean. I'd love to be on it sometime. And I was oh like, my gosh. What? What? <laughs> You got to have her on. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. We're gonna, we have to write a part for her. Did you her call Nancy? Oh, I told Nancy. Nancy's okay. all about it. Okay. Yeah. My so Nancy. That, those are the things that like in life when you're yes. like, no, are you serious? Oh, Shelly, really? You She's obviously really? auditioned for that show, movie. I auditioned for that movie five, seven times. Which is so funny because there's so many girls and you're like, I mean, you're getting Kelly Martin, guys. So, right. <laughs> like, Seriously, that yeah. movie I wanted to be in so badly. They couldn't decide... I auditioned for Shelley's daughter, which is the part Jenny Lewis played. Right. And I was heartbroken when I knew that they had cast Jenny Lewis, but they, I was still in the mix as they say for all the other parts. Um, so they're like the director. I remember like the fifth time I went and he said, don't worry, you're going to be in this movie. We just have to figure out who you're going to be. So I got to be the poor girl. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be the one that had no money. (laughs) Where did you film? Here. 
here in LA. All around oh, LA. Shoot Beverly but, Hills. I know, but there was a, I get it, but there, wasn't there also like a place that, like a, did you film on like a, a lot or any we of We filmed at Universal, Universal Studios. Studios. Sorry, yes. Universal Studios was the house interior okay. and like the pool. They built a pool inside. Oh, wow. Um, and then the exteriors were all around Beverly Hills, Rodeo yeah. Drive. Like right. that house, that her peach house yeah. is, is right off of Sunset. Like you can see it yeah. from oh, the court. Wow. Like it's, I love it's that there. movie. Um, that was, it was fun, but talk about competition with little oh. child actor girls. Ooh. Like, holy moly, it was gnarly. Like you had because really? there were so many of us that the director wouldn't give each of us a mark. He'd say, okay, oh, no. so Jenny obviously stands next to Shelly. And then people were like, like jockeying. So we were literally pushing each other out of the way, trying to get close to where we knew the camera was going to be, which was near Shelly. Was there any improv going That's on in hilarious. that movie? A ton of improv. Shelly improv. I was going to say. And Betty Thomas, they were improving all the time. And they were so brilliant. Like, both of them. I just watched it not that long ago because I wanted to show my 12-year-old. It's so funny. It's, it's, it's so still, It lasts, yeah. Totally. It's so, there are some very specific references that are very timely, but- it really is such a good movie, and Shelly's so amazing in that movie. I think there was a song that like was in it that Beverly Hills yeah. was a thrill. Right. I yeah. think Shelly made we we made that song up, yeah. or it was it was a lot of on the fly stuff. The kumbaya, kumbaya, my lord, that came out of the read through. Shelly just put it into the read through, and then they put it into the script, and then they had to get the rights to the song and all that stuff. So. Wow. How long was that? That was forever. It was a whole summer, I think. Or was it, it was like months. Yeah, months. because your hours, I would imagine, had to be because of school. Right, because of the kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but we, I remember, I felt like we worked on that forever. Um, and when we were at Universal Studios on lunch break, we'd go sneak onto the tram and like, it was so much fun. It was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> That's amazing. That red carpet must have been fun. I don't even remember. I don't even think I went to the red carpet. I don't remember that. Huh. I might not have gone to the premium. Oh, I no, I did. I did. I do. Yes, I remember it. It was fun. And I would I would see a reboot of that. I feel like they've I, talked They have about definitely it. talked about it. I actually feel like it might be actively, someone might be actively doing, like someone yeah. big, actually. Yeah, well. But they haven't called me about it. They will. Oh, they will. <laughs> oh, what they would have to do is have all you guys play the moms of Which these would be new- great. And all of, actually, all the girls' moms were in the movie. Oh, really? My mom had a line in the movie. You're oh, kidding. you're kidding. Yes. yes. My mom said to the little girls with the red feathers in their caps, like she opened the door when we were selling cookies. A lot of the moms ended up getting cut out of the movie, but my mom was in it. So oh, she made how it. How funny. Yeah. That's, that's so a great sweet. idea. That's pretty smart. Did, yeah. Who directed it? Jeff Canoe. I don't know what oh. else he's done since then. I like the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. Um. All right, before we let you go, I just want to do a couple rapid fires with you. Go ahead. Um, let's do some worst ever rapid fires. Okay. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Worst ever audition. Oh, you've never had one. No, I've had so many. <laughs> That's Wow, I'm really bad at rapid fire. Gosh, worst ever audition. Oh, oh, I remember. I don't remember what it was for. This isn't very rapid fire. So That's sorry. Fine. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's just, it she's rapid right, fire. You'll we want the answers. This. It's right after I had my first child and I had an audition and my husband was taking my baby to the pediatrician for a checkup and I had an audition. So I was there and I was so not there emotionally. And I couldn't like I couldn't say anything and it was a sitcom and it was supposed to be funny I couldn't say anything they weren't laughing 
and I and I remember backing into a television and knocking something over. Oh God. And I said in the middle of the audition, I said, you know what? I'm going to just stop. And they're like, what? And it was producers too. There was a room full of producers. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not going to get this job. And they're like, what? <laughs> what are you saying right now? I'm like, I'm going to go. Thank huh? you so much for your time. And they're like, why didn't you just say the lines? I'm like, it's not going to get any better. I'm going to go. And they're like, okay. That was my worst ever audition. Oh, I love that you That's owned great. it though. I, you were in the middle of it. You're like, I'm not feeling it. You know what? I'm I just think gonna- I was beat red and I'm probably was sweating profusely. It was my, was probably leaking. Like yeah. it was so. So they made an offer. No, no, you'd think, right? That would be a great end to that story. Okay, rapid fire. I'm ready now. I'm ready for rapid fire. (laughs) Worst screen kiss. Don't have to say name. My first screen kiss. I was 14 years old. My first kiss. um, Was was on on screen. screen. Was on screen. My first kiss was on screen. And um, he was 23 and gay and he didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. It was yucky. It was awful. Oh, yeah. That happens. Bad. Yeah. Uh, worst ever parenting moment. <laughs> How can you even? And we, I, and we will call CPS if we need to. Honestly, <laughs> I just, I mean, it was like, it was yesterday. I said, please don't throw your tantrum in the dog poop. Yeah. So sure. I think, feel like that's a bad parenting moment. Well, I don't get it. I, I don't know. I'm my, my three-year-old uh-huh. was throwing a tantrum. One of her many that she does in a day. Yeah. And she did it right in the dog poop. And I couldn't, and I, I didn't get upset. I didn't try to stop her. I just said, please don't throw your tantrum in the dog poop. Oh, that's, listen, poop's natural. not. That was not a great moment. It was not a great parenting no. I thought you were going to tell me something. You left a kid, you left the kid in the restaurant and no. started driving away. No. Because <laughs> my parents have done that. Um, no, I, I had one not too long ago. Well, we were in Atlanta. We went to a friend's pool. It wasn't, I mean, horrible, but it was that thing where, you know, I've tried, I always pack the diaper bag. I feel like I'm always looking at it. I'm always putting stuff in it. So I said to Brandon, hey, I'm going to do this and this. Will you just get the diaper bag? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabs it. Doesn't actually look through it. We get there, we go to the pool. And afterwards, I'm like, did you bring diapers? He's like, <laughs> uh, no. They have two children who are well out of diapers. Mm. Um, so I was like, well, we don't really have a diaper to go home in. Um, just going to take off. I'm going to wrap him in a towel, take <laughs> off his swim diaper, dry it real quick. Put it right back on. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, why didn't you just go to the Publix? That's down the actually street? a great parenting. It moment. would have taken. It would have. Ta- they live out in the sticks, and it would have taken that's a bunch a, of time. Oh, okay. And for some See, reason, I thought that, that was, was your be worst faster. parenting moment yeah. turned into a very good parenting. You know, moment. sometimes you just got to improvise. Worst job ever. Oh my gosh, um, I, I'm not rapid fire. This, these are hard. That's these make okay. me think. Um. <laughs> I don't, I mean, just like what something popped into my head. It was an after school special where I played Eric Estrada's daughter. <gasps> oh. Stop it. And I don't know why I think that was my worst. I probably was not. Eric Castrada Chips? Uh huh. I was probably nine years old and they, I was playing his daughter and they wanted me to hug him and I didn't want to hug him. He's my dad in the show and I like, I was supposed to like, he, I don't remember if he got out of prison or what. I was supposed to just give him a huge hug and I'm like, I won't hug him. And they're like, you have to hug him. Like, I don't want to hug him. There's something that's interesting because I hear he's kind of, I mean, I'm not starting any rumors, but allegedly. The only thing I knew about him was that he had his baby's umbilical cord in a clear locket around his neck. And for me, that was it. I'm not hugging him. Couldn't do it. My mom was like, you really need to hug him, Kelly. I'm like, I'm not hugging him. 
You were oh, a diva were, on set. I, I was. I probably started crying. I mean, oh, I was right. probably just a. Was he like, was he kind to you about there it? There was nothing wrong with him. Okay, he did great. not do anything Erica, mean to Eric, me. It was the necklace. It. I was like, no, you were creepy. creeped out. Yeah, super creeped out. I was creeped out. That's a weird thing. Um, worst date ever. I've had so few. <laughs> I'm not lying. I have had. It's, it could be a date with your husband you know, too. It's okay. You know my things date. go wrong. You've heard this, right? I mean, I've talked to you about this. My first boyfriend was Joey Lawrence. We didn't go on dates. We went to the mall, and our moms walked around, and we walked around separate from them. And then oh my, my God, second boyfriend, Whoa. Was Fred Savage. <laughs> You've literally dated. Everyone that we all had crushes on. Okay, go ahead. So Fred my Savage. second boyfriend was Fred Savage. And the nicest. I guess we he, we always had lovely dates yeah. and we're friends to this day. And I, I, so far I can see, adore him. Uh, so far I see Fred Savage. Joey Lawrence, I'm like, mm. Yeah, well, I was okay. 15. What do you okay, want? Okay. I mean, right. he was very handsome. Um, and then Scott, I just started dating Scott. And we didn't really, I mean, we were just like, we never had bad dates. And then I went out with my now husband. That's it. Those are all my dates. Oh, wow. So I never went on like with a random guy to something. <laughs> they were all friends before, you know, and child, usually child actors. <laughs> like that's did who I dated. Scott, and on any of your dates, did he ever sing A Whole New World to you? He often would say, uh, he Carpet, w- Let's Move. Yeah. No, he didn't. Just out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, Scott. I, 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 Scott. I really hope you're listening yeah, to yeah. Stop Scott. it. I'd love right to get now. Scott on Carpet, the show Let's too. Move. Um, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about the the new movie. I don't know. I still have my VHS of the old movie. Um, it's kind of pixelated now, but I really want him to sign it. You should have him sign it. He would I'm be happy to. to. I think I still have my. What's he doing, by the way? He's on Fuller House. As oh, my that's twelve right. year old. Yeah. See, I don't watch it. My yeah. my twelve year old said something about Fuller House, and she said something about Steve, and I'm like, you realize that's my my old boyfriend, and she's like. You dated Steve? <laughs> Carpet, let's move. I mean, all of a sudden. Oh, she's, yeah. She's like, wow, what? Are they you really up made for some interesting choices? Was, I think this is their last this one. Is this is it. I think this is the last one, yeah. yeah. Was she disappointed that her daddy is not Steve? <laughs> yes, exactly. Does she understand Sorry, that Keith. she wouldn't be who she was? Right, yeah, yeah. I explained the whole thing to her. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, hold on. Worst vacation ever. The last one I took to Montana. <laughs> the last vacation we did. Yeah, it was awful. You don't like Montana. I love Montana. Montana is good for a small visit. It, it just, we were in the lake house, which is the family house on the lake. So you're there with the whole family. Is it log cabin style? It's not a log cabin, okay. but it's, you, I mean, it's, it's very Montana. There is okay. some taxidermy. Um, Ooh. so, Ooh, wow. but it was just 60 degrees and rainy pretty much oh. the whole time. And I was oh. stuck inside with my three-year-old and I had bronchitis. Oh. So it was awful. Yeah. That doesn't sound it was like a good awful. time. Oh yeah. Bad. Do you eat meat? I do. Okay. Sometimes. Do you eat the meat? So your husband, okay, let me just, I don't eat up. red meat. You don't my eat husband's red meat? a cattle rancher. Yeah. Okay. Your husband was, was a say. lawyer. Yeah. Then he's now, now he's a cattle rancher. Yeah. How did that happen by the way? Does Nancy Grace love your husband? Uh, she does love my husband. Um, <laughs> Unleash the former lawyer. <laughs> yeah, because he's a lawyer. Yes, yeah. she does love him. Um, so my husband grew up in a ranching family and he always bought and sold cattle right. from the time he was a little boy. And then he was a lawyer for like about eight years and he's like, I hate this. What I, kind of law? He did corporate. Okay. Um, so he's he just got tired of fighting with people on the phone and he always had- was as a hobby. Like he always ranched as a hobby. Um, so he just decided to make that his whole business. Got so it. now he has 
ranch in Montana and a ranch in Colorado. And it's beef, but he's also farming. He's actually turning it into a sustainable I'm a beef farm. person. Like, Amazing. I love red meat. So like, does he. I'm like, <laughs> my mouth guys- is watering thinking about it. All right, Crustables. Go ahead. Um, do we- I love Uncrustables, too. Do, do you guys get meat from the ranch? Do you We're have just it, like, about in? to start doing that, actually. Okay. Now that it's going to be all grass-fed, all, like he's he's now starting to move into that direction as opposed oh, to awesome. before he just raised cows. Got so it. baby, like, like basically he had mostly mama cows. He'd have like five bulls for like 800 cows. Those are some busy bulls. Yeah. Whoa. So then he'd have they'd have the babies and then um, raise the babies basically. So he never was part of the processing, wow. which right? Is right, what right. they call it, which is such a nice like arms. So is board. he going to build like a freeze, like a butcher? No, like I don't a- know. I'm not sure where he's taking it, but he's moving in the direction of all grass fed, um, and everything is going to. And I think we're going to start making honey. Like I mean, I oh think wow, we're, we're moving into more of like a whole like farming situation. Well, it sounds like wow. from not liking it too much, he might be out there more. Well, this is more my speed. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because um, it'll give you things to do. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Um, so I married a very earthy um, ranch boy. I mean, that's what I married. He just happened to go to Yale and Columbia. So Do you um, still have a garden in your house? I remember when I came to your you house know, once, you had full pumpkins. You know, and I was don't, like, we don't have a garden pumpkins? right now. And you know why? Because we, we're out um, in an area that has a lot of rattlesnakes. Oh. And- Gardens attract rats, which right. attract rattlesnakes. So because I have little ones, we didn't oh, do that. But we it. have two horses, three goats, four pigs, a bird, a dog, and a giant tortoise. Oh, my Lord. Do you have people helping you with we, this? Seferino feeds the animals every okay, single day. Like, just going, in case we got time. When do you have time to do no, all that? No, we do. I mean, like, like I feed a lot of okay. them, but he feeds the – like, when you have horses, yeah, you kind of have to have, have to someone be, who comes twice a day. So, yes, yeah, Seferino. Do you, do you ride these horses or are they just pet horses? My husband and my daughter do. No, they're, they're, they're formerly very fancy horses who are now, like, 30-year-old, like, retired, like – what kind Trail of horses? horses? One's a thoroughbred who uh-huh. used to be an amazing polo pony. My how many like, hands? Oh. How many wow. hands? Um, how many hands? Very good. I don't even know, actually. But And actually, uh, her name's Evita. So oh. When my husband rides, is named Evita, which is so funny. What does that mean, how many hands? Uh, how tall? How, how tall? Oh. Yeah. I don't Get know with it, Christine. I don't know the horses. Um, I'm a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. He's been to Montana. He knows yeah. these things. I, I I played with the vote goat. I had to hold the vote goat. <laughs> By the way, our goats are my favorite part of all yeah. of it. We love our goats. They love the goats in Montana, apparently, because they bring it to the campuses. and the whole, it was. Do you milk the goats? No, they're boys. Oh. All right, so then you have two. What's the other horse? I what love kind a of goat cheese. Uh, a quarter horse. Oh, okay. It used to be what's called a cutting horse, which mm-hmm. is a sport um, that you do in Montana. My friends have Pasifinos, which is Ooh. so they're a gated horse. So, like, say if you have back problems, they're the best horses because they they literally trot in rhythm. So okay. it's like a, they usually you put like them on massage. the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's like it's it's. And they're really smooth to ride on. So. Where where we live, we have trails. Um, yeah. So my husband and my daughter will take them out sometimes. That's fun. great. Yeah, it's really fun. Gosh, it's like you live in LA, but you don't. And we just got a, a new pig who uh, is a, like a rescue, basically. Like we, whenever somebody like needs to place a pig, they call us. So we Ugh. now have four. And our newest one is Bruno, and he's four years old. And he, I'm not kidding. His belly drags the ground. He's oh so gosh. humongous. Do they and go in the house? He does not go in the house. He lives in our backyard, and we have a playhouse for him. So he moved into Libby's playhouse. So oh that's where God. he sleeps. Oh, that's so oh, funny. But um, he's really sweet. So he's our new – we've had him for like three weeks, and he's adorable. We love him. And how how long have you had the other pigs? 
Uh, we inherited two of them with the house. When we bought oh. the house, they came with the house. Because um, we have a barn. We have a barn area. Oh, wow. And um, they, they were living there. They are well past their life expectancy. They're like 15 years old, these, <laughs> these pot bellies. Hamlet and Frank. Hamlet and oh. Frank. And then my, my friend had this pig who's kind of being neglected. I'm like, you know, Carrie, like if Kevin ever w- wants to come live with us, like- The pig's name is Kevin? Kevin Bacon. Okay. <laughs> of course. And so then our new one's degrees. Bruno. But listen, I have to get another one because a friend of mine came up with the greatest name for a pig. So we need another one. John Ham. Of course. Well, I need great. John Ham needs to come yeah. live at our house. What, I don't know where yes. John Ham is. Where do you get the pigs from? All different places, honestly. So like, like really they're all rescues. Like we inherited yeah. two. Kevin came from my friend who really kind of didn't have a place for him. And then Bruno's owner died not that long ago. They get so. big. They're enormous. People get them when they're tiny yeah. and they're no, I know. and they get really I know. big. Miley you, get them, you get micro mini pot bellies. That's what they, right. all of our pigs were bought as micro mini pot bellies and they're all about 200 pounds. Yeah. Oh. Even a micro mini gets. Well, maybe they're like massive. turtles. Like if you keep them in small spaces, no, they stay there. <laughs> which, is, yeah, that's not cruel at all. Wait, well, who knows? Can, can I ask a weird question? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, what happens when a when a pig passes? Do you bury the pig? Do you eat the pig? The Are you asking pig? me that question? Yes. I don't know. I'm asking the what. what I is, would eat it. I have a couple answers, but I don't eat. Pork. I don't know what's the appropriate rancher. So first of response. all. Potbelly pigs are not delicious. Potbelly pigs are not raised for food. Oh, okay. If you want to raise a pig for pigs. food, you raise a, a pig pig, like a swine. Like a hog. Okay. Hog. Got you it. raise a hog, right? Um, they're so just pets. Pet, Potbellies are pets. Um, and they're adorable and smart and lovely. Um, PETA, I don't want to hear anything from you guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelly. Um, but there's, a, you know, when they pass away, like what's interesting is they don't really, like they kind of know how long pigs live, but like, you know, Pot bellies, I guess, can be up to 20 years old. Yeah. I'd say their life expectancy is normally like eight to 12 years. Ours are past that, are two. Um, so I don't know. You can do a couple of different things if they pass away. You can have, like, they're really not easily moved. They're, yeah, I was going to so say, 200 pound pigs. You can't really take them to the vet to have the vet put them down when you feel like it's time. So you probably right. have to have the vet come to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, like, if you're going to have them cremated, you yeah. have to have the cremation place come to you. This is getting very expensive. Yeah. It's very expensive. Um, so that's how you would do it in Los Angeles. All right. Do you have and chickens? I'm gonna, and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Do you have chickens? We do not. Why wouldn't you get chickens? Chickens, <laughs> um, again, the rats, have the eggs with the rats and the snakes. Yeah. So we haven't figured out how to do that in a chickens safe are so, way right now. Yeah. They're so great to have, but even like where Brandon grew up, so he grew up on a hobby farm mm. as well in Wisconsin. And, um, they've had chickens on and off his whole life. And they recently up till, I guess, two, a year and a half ago had a bunch of them and the weasel got in. Yeah. And it's really, it's distressful. It's very, yeah. yeah. It's just not really pretty. It's awful. So we, we haven't gone there yet. Um, I'm sure we will. They're great. I mean, I would love to have a couple I'd love chickens. To have fresh eggs. Mm-hmm. It would be really nice. But yeah, chicken poop. But where we live, we live in a community that's was started as a horse community. Right. Um. So I love that about it. It's becoming a little bit more of like the McMansion place. Um, people yeah. are building. You get like the the place where we live. You you have an acre of land and a barn and a house, and that that's how it so started in the fifties. Nice. And as it's evolved, people are getting rid of the barn and spreading their house out to yeah. the full acre, which is not what we like. We we not want it to be in a place where we can have animals in a little bit yeah. of space. Yeah. yeah. Which is why my husband likes Montana, because right. yeah. well, it's got a all lot, land. He's got a lot of space. Yeah, I mean, that's space. a lot of space. He likes to look out and be like, 
this is land and this yeah. land is mine. Absolutely. But you have to go to Montana for that. Do you, do you do social media and stuff? I do Instagram and yeah? Twitter very badly. Your kids, are you allowing them to get on? Maggie, my 12-year-old, has a private Instagram account that is only on her iPad. She can only check it at certain times a day. Smart. That's smart. She just got That's a phone yesterday that she is only allowed to call us, text, or FaceTime. That is it. Nothing more. Like, if she does anything more on it, the phone gets taken away. I hate phones for kids. I hate social media for kids. I Just hate, for emergency, I hate, the yeah, phone is. But you could get her a flip phone. I really wanted to get her a flip phone, but I was afraid she'd get beat up. Oh, I'm dying to find a flip phone. I have my old flip phone. I think it's. I think they're making. I'm wondering a comeback. if they would even. Actually, I, I think she'd be hip. <laughs> you get your kid a burner. She might be. It might be like, ooh, Stranger Things. Yeah. 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 What? yeah. yeah. Totally. I think she'd I think be hip. A little suitcase phone with a big, like, the yeah. giant, like. I used to have one of those. Well, I did. I already started Instagram accounts for my kids. I'm not you posting sh- on them. No, I'm no, just- but you should buy them just to have them. Oh, you should them. get them. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not real just happy like- with the way the world's going. If it no, could am I. Be, if it could be like we could start writing letters again, I would be very happy with that. Telegrams. I'm still- I'm old school. I don't yeah. email. I hate text. She likes to text. I'm a phone. Like, just call me. Yeah. Because I don't want to spend what's going to take 30 minutes in texting that could take five minutes over the phone. I know, but sometimes I have got hands. I, I don't have the hand. You know um, what I mean? So you get your Bluetooth or whatever yeah, you need to get. Yeah, and then I'm doing voice to text. Okay. I'm literally like, bah, 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 and then right. I'm pressing send. I just hate that we are burdened with these, I hate, I hate with these devices all. now. It's a nightmare. I don't like it at all. Right. Sometimes I feel like I'm gonna, I just want to throw my phone out the window, but then I'd be like, oh, crap. Now I can't that you do have anything. children, knowing like I have my phone mm-hmm. here just in case the preschool needs me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. No. Because now it used to be back in the day, it used to be like when we were all growing up, someone needed you, they would call your home line or God forbid, you would the just- The four other emergency lines that you Do you remember the right. answering machines? Like yes. they were the tapes, Like they were the really tapes? big and they had the tapes. We had yeah. a we had a rich little tape. Like oh we my did God. impressions. You did? Yeah. So if you called, you'd get rich little doing no. an impression of someone that's and so that's funny. where you left your, that's your message. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Kelly Martin. She's back, guys. Where I'm do back, we, you guys. Where do we find you? Oh, you mean on my socials? Yeah. On my socials. Um, I am the Kelly Martin with an IE. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you on about Insta. that too. And I am Kelly with an IE underscore Martin on Twitter, on the Twitter, which I, I don't do either one very well. And the Hallmark movies or. So Haley Dean will start back up in the summertime. And they should just look for them anyways. Cause we, yeah, I, I got to catch up on it. Running. I, how they're many, always running on. How many have we done? So, cause I didn't know. What I still I'm, get nine. residuals for mystery woman. So I know that yeah. no, mystery woman runs all the time. So mystery woman, you're welcome. Nancy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, it, and then Haley Dean's always running on Hallmark movies and mysteries. Always. Okay, because I have Forever to. Evermore. Anything Nancy Grace. I'm, I mean, do you have and a Kelly Martin. Movie or anything that's I'm be actually about to do a Christmas movie. Oh, you oh, are? Great. Yeah. Um, it takes place in Montana. Uh, it's based on me and Keith. Actually. Are you shooting oh, it? My, did you write it? Of course, we're not shooting in Montana. We're shooting in Toronto. <laughs> oh, Toronto's <laughs> fun, though. That's more of a city. Ugh. You have to say hi to Malora. Malora shoots in Toronto. Is she in Toronto? Yeah. Uh, is she in Toronto? Yeah, she's yeah, in Toronto. Old type. Lots of people yeah. are in Toronto. Um, so I'm about to start shooting that. And then, um, and then Haley will start in December. Amazing. And then I produce a couple of, I produce another show. Um, and then I'm always just like 
you know, doing something, stirring it up. And the life goes on thing. I'll get back to you guys. On yes. It. I'll oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. And needles, yeah. everyone. I hope so. All right. Oh I'm going to put my glasses on just All for right. the send off. <laughs> just as an homage right. to- I love your glasses. Lady Martin. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm Yo Lakin. I'm at Alec Led. Don't ask. I'm at Para on Twitter. And hey, I'm trying to get at Para on Instagram. Rob. Rob. Um, Rob, you're talking too much. Okay. And then you heard Kelly Please Martin. Thank you. Para. so. By the way, we are powered by Acast. I'm at para.jpg on Instagram. If you want to find Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Not working out. Okay. Still not working for you, Rob. Uh, you can find us at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter and email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to buy your merch at worsteverpodcast.com. Are you still trying to get money for your grill, by the way? I would like What's still- the merch? I want some merch. Oh, we got oh, some we'll merch. Some we merch. got we got some merch for you. Okay. Yeah, we got some yeah. merch. Yeah. Uh, wear it, listen, wear it on set and make okay. sure that the still Nancy photographer get a picture Nancy with Nancy Grace. Grace. Give me something for Nancy. <laughs> Give me something for Nancy. She would love I it. I love you, Nancy Grace, if you're listening. <laughs> we literally talk about you every other episode. Bombshell. Unleash the Lord. Amazing. So happy that I've connected. So good. this. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll hear you next week. Bye.